Before we go down, this is the rundown. This is the rundown. If you ain't know the deal, I bet you know now. This is the fans' voice. You hit on both cows. This what the people need and what they want now. This is the rundown. This is the rundown. If you ain't know the deal, I bet you know now. This is the rundown. This is the rundown. This is a rundown. If you ain't know the deal, I bet you know now. Go down. This is a rundown. This is a rundown. If you ain't know the deal, I bet you know now. This is. What up? What up? What up, y'all? What's going down? It's your boy CL coming to you live on the Rundown Sports Podcast. And uh, I got the homie with me, Brian B. Enemy. Yes, sir. Oh, B. I'm good, man. How you? Can't complain, man. Now, is that uh that music still playing on your side, bro? Not on my end, man. It, it, it's a done done deal on this side. Trying to figure out where I'm getting this little reverb from. That's a little fun. Can you hear that, bro? Uh, I don't hear no music coming through. hearing myself twice as I'm trying to figure out do I got like two windows up. One quick second up. That's going to happen every time. We just go old school. Yeah. Ah. There we go. See, Google like to play with folks, so you know you got to play that game. Yeah. Gotta know that. All right, man. Look like everything back on track, bro. We ready to get right back into it, man. Now, okay. I, Brian, I, I got up with you earlier this week on Twitter because you had everybody going crazy with the Falcons. <laughs> yeah. You gotta get right into it, man. And you gotta explain to the people what's the Falcons. Tough. What's Falcons tough, and uh, what you did with it? Uh, man, it, it, it's real simple, man. Falcon tough is when you're a pretender. You know, when when you're walking around, you know, thinking you're Mike Tyson, but you're really Glass Joe. That's basically how it breaks down, man. You know, it's it's everything you not, but that you want people to think you are. Okay, now what? Uh, I was reading some real interesting comments, like. Give me a, a, a quick example of what was on that Falcons Tough Mix because I'm, I'm very familiar with what you're talking about. But as you can yeah. see, 
I do got the clear lenses on. That means there's no bias here. But go ahead and let them know a couple things that was on that mix. Uh, basically, man, it, it was a spoof done by 680 The Fan out there in Atlanta that kind of wanted to give the Falcons fans some encouragement about the season they thought was going to take place, which was basically, according to their prediction, a 7-9 season at best, considering all the holes that they have in the offensive line, the lack of a pass rush in a young secondary. So they basically just took a bunch of things from hard knocks, clipped them together, and made fun of the Falcons like uh, – you know, the uh, guy playing the ukulele, you know, uh, Joe Holly being the undersized center, you know, who, you know, who basically has been getting blown up other than, you know, the fights he's been starting. And, uh, William, you know, Willie Moore doing his little rap scene on Hard Knock. So it, it was basically just a clip of them. Yeah, clip, clip of a bunch of things, man, clowning the Falcons. It was pretty good. I believe one of the, uh, the old linemen on Hard Knocks, man, was singing Feeling on Your Booty in front of a, a room full of men, which is just, it's a bad sign. <laughs> So, you know, it, yeah, it was, was a rookie, but you know, that, that's a bad sign when you're singing that song in front of a room full of men. Hey, you gotta know that, man. Yeah, you know. I don't want to trash him too much because he's got a whole nother week for that. So yeah. right now, that's why I'm getting you live right now so we can kind of get into a little bit of something and then, you know, just let the people kind of simmer on that all week now. First question, off rip. What I've been Yes hearing, sir. Brandon Cooks is the absolute truth. How true is that statement? It's as real as a one dollar bill, man. I mean, <laughs> he is he's absolutely everything that he's advertised he is and more. And the the biggest thing is most of his plays have been, you know, without Kenny Stills, who's the other guy who can be a deep threat as well. So you're looking at him, you know, being the primary deep target, and he's just been electrifying, man. He, he's the type of guy that can take a five-yard slant route 75 yards w with the blink of an eye. Okay, so give me give me a couple comps to him. Like, I heard coming into the draft, they was trying to just put him in the Darren Spoils role. But who does he look like to you when he's on the field? He's a mix. He, to me, he reminds me of a of a mix between Percy Harvin and Steve Smith. Now, you know, Steve Smith for for a five nine five ten guy. Steve Smith is pretty yoked, man. That's a Buffalo dude for a five nine guy. Yeah. But you know, Percy Harvin minus the injuries is a guy that can flat out fly. And Brandon Cooks is kind of he has the toughness of Steve Smith and the ability to run like a Percy Harvin. I mean, he's no Darren Sproles, not at all. This guy is a true wide receiver in every sense of the word. And he's definitely going to show exactly why the Saints traded up to come and get him. I can't wait, man. I got him on my fantasy team. A lot of folks was mad at me because, you know, I use an auction. I saved me a couple dollars at the end. I said, you know what? I got to make sure I had a young boy this year. Yeah. No. Good move, man. I got to, man. You play fantasy? Yeah, I do. I also have him on my fantasy team, man. So uh, that, that go to show you. Yeah. <laughs> so you all in, bro. Now, real quick, let me get your opinion on it. Like, what kind of draft do you do you do for one? Uh, we 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 do a PPR draft, man. Y'all do a snake or an auction? Yeah, it's a snake. Okay. Now, I, I recently had everybody kind of like forced into the auction because I was trying to show them it's a new way. 
Yeah. I'm not gonna campaign for it, but I feel like it's the best way because if you really want somebody, you ought to get them on your team no matter the price. Right, right, right. I dig that. But um, now, what's your philosophy on it? Because you know that everybody finna had a draft either this weekend or they just had it. You like going right back heavy, or you like to just go for the Drew Brees and like make sure you win that position every week. I'm I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a quarterback type of guy, man. You know, I'm no different than most most NFL teams. I believe it all starts with the quarterback. Now, mind you, in fantasy, you can find a guy who, who's comparable. I don't think there's a big difference between what Cam Newton is going to give you and what Tony Romo is going to give you. But when you definitely want want to win a matchup, Tom Brady, Drew Brees, Aaron Rodgers, Peyton Manning, you know, these Philip Rivers to a certain degree. These are guys that's going to get you points every week, and you know you're getting at least 20, 30 points off the top. I, after that, I, t I tend to go receiver over running back. I mean, running backs are the guys, man. But, I mean, after after Adrian Peterson, Jamal Charles, and Shady McCoy, who else do you really have that's going to pretty put up big numbers every week? So I, I like to go receivers after that. Depending on the scoring of your league, man, I think it's a lot of dudes that can get you some real quality points, man. But my thing is, with the running backs, they like gold, and you can't never have enough gold. So I'm all in. I always went to the last minute. I ended up with Jay Cutler as my quarterback. But I'm going to get to why I feel like he's the best choice for a quarterback later on in the podcast. Yeah. But, um, let's get back into the Saints Falcons and get the train back on the tracks. Yes, sir. Now, I'm looking at both sides of the ball. Like you said, I'm watching Hard Knocks every week. And I'm looking. I'm like, boy, after that Sam Baker injury, yeah, kind of tight up front for them. Now, where do you think is the biggest mismatch between the Falcons and the Saints? Well, the strength of the Saints right now, man, is the D line. The weakness for the Falcons right now is the O line. That's a bad combination going in right now. Just you know, before they even get on paper, you have Junior Gallet, Cam Jordan. Both guys had at least twelve sacks last year. You have rookie Jake Matthews, who's moved from right tackle to left tackle, and now you have Sam Baker gone, and you're trying to fill in pretty much with a makeshift offensive line at right tackle. Not really a good idea, man, when you have that staring at you. The addition of Jarius Bird, Kenny Vaccaro back healthy, and Keenan Lewis, who should have been a Pro Bowl cornerback. I mean, you pretty much have a secondary that you can't throw on either. So now you got a pass rush and a secondary that can hold up. That's a bad combination for the Falcons. If they can't get into a hurry-up offense and get the ball out quickly, Matt Ryan is going to eat the turf all night. Now, I was just listening to um, Bill Barnwell from Grantland, and he's kind of real pessimistic on the defense. He kind of had the Saints going at around like 10 and 6, which I'm sorry – you know, bias or not, if you look at that team, you can't tell me they're only going to win 10 games and going to have to struggle to get the division. When you look across and Carolina is taking three steps back, Tampa Bay, you know, they could they could do a little bit better. But when you talk about the Falcons, their defense and the Saints offense every year, we know what the problem is. Them corners can't keep mm -hmm. nothing that Drew Brees is doing, and it's not going to change. Somehow, some way, you know, they always get some stops. We give them that. But 
it's just it's not fair. It's never fair. They never been able to match up, and until Atlanta figures out what to do with that position, they ain't gonna never have a chance to keep a hold of the division every year. Here's the problem with Atlanta right now, man. You 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 don't have a pass rush. You don't have any. You have your young corners that 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 are trying to learn, but your linebacker play is also suspect out out there in Atlanta, man. And that's exactly what the Saints attack. If you look at the Saints' positions, you know that that, that are strengths for them: running backs. Well, every one of their running backs can catch the ball out of the flat. That's a bad matchup for a linebacker. You look at tight end. Tight end. You, you Jimmy Graham is too big for a corner. Or, or, or you know he's too and he's too fast for a linebacker, too big for a safety. Exactly. I used to say last year, man, you can't stop Jimmy Graham. You can only hope that he picks on somebody else. So you know it's 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 very hard to to contain him. Everybody wants to follow what New England did or what Seattle did. The problem is that that's New England and Seattle. Everybody can't do that. So you know you look at that now. You add Brandon Cooks and Kenny and a healthy Kenny Stills when he's healthy. That's too many weapons for you to try to slow down, and Atlanta just doesn't have the pass rush in order to get the breeze long enough to do that. It's going. It, I'm. I don't. I don't know how long it's going to last. Come September seventh. Man, it's going to get crazy, bro. Now, uh, we're going to speed through a couple of these other ones. Uh, other questions I want to ask you. Yeah. First, uh, going into the game. Now, I know you had your eye on pre on the preseason. I haven't been able to watch any of it. Um, tell me when the game kicks off in around like third quarter and everybody is looking around at the game, who is going to get that? Who the F is that guy look? It could be the, for, for offense or defense? Either one. I think defensively for the Saints, it's going to be a guy, uh, Akeem Hicks. This could be his breakout year. You've got Cam, Cam Jordan. Junior Gallet on the outside, but Akeem Hicks is a 6'5", 300-plus defensive tackle that moves like a defensive end. I mean, he's almost unblockable at times. That may be a guy to look around who, who's going to get maybe six to eight sacks, and, and when you look up in a game in Atlanta, he might have two or three sacks and a couple of tackles for loss, and you may be like, man, who the hell is that guy? Who is Akeem Hicks? Offense, it's, it, it could be a guy like you know, Kyrie Robinson, or I'm going to say Tavares Cadet. He's a Darren Sproles type of running back, man, who who he could be one of those guys that Atlanta's not going to focus on, but Sean Payton knows that's exactly the type of guy to get the ball to, especially around the goal line. Now, we all know Sean Payton is a savant when it comes to calling offense, so I don't doubt that he'll be able to do anything with the talents that you give him. Um, oh, yeah. I'm about to say... It's funny that uh, I heard one thing about Jim Harbaugh with a scenario where he ends up coaching Dallas next year, and it reminded me of the scenario where Sean Payton could have ended up being in Dallas. And I appreciate that, Jerry Jones. You keep messing up. Yeah. Just to yeah. wrap that up, man, give me a final score on what you think that game score going to be. Uh, for Saints Atlanta, man, I think it's going to get ugly. This is a game that the Saints are focused on because they realize exactly what happened to the Falcons last year. They won that game against Atlanta, and it kind of set Atlanta's entire season spiraling downwards. Same thing at this at this point 
get them while they're down. Uh, final score, I have Saints 38, Falcons 13. Ooh. Boy, I can't wait to see what my homies got to say about that one. Now, now let's get off, you know, Falcons Saints. We beat that drum a little bit. It's an intense rivalry, and uh, I'm going to have to go over it, like I said, with the homie Dave Schultz on the back end of this one. Yeah. You a big football fan, you playing fantasy. Now, if you anything like me, you have like these bold predictions where you'll base what you do on your fantasy team with that. Am I right? Oh, definitely. Okay. Now, a couple of things I said. For one, Dave Cousins will have a career year. It's a little funny when that dude Dave Damashek had said that too, but yeah. I think this is going to be his best year ever. Might even be in the MVP race. Um, another thing is Shady McCoy is the best running back in the NFL. I really dare anybody to disagree with that, but I feel like he's going to have the most yards from scrimmage. Might not be bold, but you know, some people are going to look at the Darren Sporles thing and uh, just the whole you know nature of the beast and not being able to stay healthy, that many touches, whatever you want to say, I think he'll be in the running for MVP. And like it or not, man, I guess we would go ahead and bang on Atlanta one more time, but Atlanta going 7-9. Yeah. Yeah. I, I can't disagree with that, man. If you're looking for a couple of predictions from me, uh, I totally agree with you about Shady McCoy. That's the best running back in the NFL right now, man. No, no disagreement there. Uh, my, 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 my. thing, right? Oh, definitely, man. I mean, there's nothing that he can't do. I think. Uh, my, my, another bold prediction. I don't think San Francisco is gonna make the playoffs. I think that they're one of those. They're one of those teams that's just ready for a fall. I agree with you on that one. I'm, I'm looking at that situation. That Jim Harbaugh contract dispute type thing. This whole Alden Smith gonna be out for like nine games, even though they did good without him last year. Things don't seem the same. Yeah, yeah, I totally agree with that, man. And another bold prediction is Carolina is gonna flop this year. I mean, it's not. It's gonna be. I mean, if you paid attention to their schedule, the first ten, eleven games of their schedule, it's absolutely brutal, man. I mean. It's no joke. They, they're playing all elite teams, and they haven't got the offense together. They only have one offensive weapon in Kelvin Benjamin to throw to, and the defense still hasn't gelled and got healthy. It's very possible now that the league is put in this new domestic violence rule, Greg Hardy may miss six games. So, I mean, it's not looking good in Carolina right now. Now, uh, not to poke fun at domestic violence, but <laughs> when the Saints come into the Falcons home, will they get a call from the commissioner's office? I, I think the commissioner might stop the game halfway through. That's how bad the beating going to be. <laughs> All right, man. I just had to throw it on out there. It just was too easy. Oh, yeah. But uh, now another thing I know I've been playing with is, like you said, the San Francisco falling off the table. That's a real thing. I agree with you with Carolina. I mean, Cam don't look like he's going to be able to stay healthy this year. You know, ankle, 
ribs, new receivers, top receiver is a project, that's not a good look. Got to know you got to do a little bit more than that. But that's what happens when you sign running backs for like, you know, $10 million a year each. But uh, they're going to live and learn. Now, this does bring up one interesting point, though. And Cam Newton is coming up for that contract. Is mm-hmm. it possible that you think he might be the first of these young quarterbacks to switch, switch teams? No, nah, I don't. I don't. I don't think Carolina is going to allow Cam to go anywhere because, truthfully, I don't really think it's on him. I, I really think it has a lot to do with coaching. I mean, last year they won a division. This year they got a lot of front office moves that kind of, like you said, the ten million a year for running backs. That that when a running back, it's not a running back league. You know, I mean, but it, it's very much, it's it's very much close to that. You have Jonathan Stewart that you decided to keep. And you, you drafted Calvin Benjamin, but you let Steve Smith go. Steve Smith was your only receiver in the first place. So now you still have only one wide receiver. I don't I don't really know, man. I think the offensive line has issues. You had guys retire right before the season started. So I mean it is it's it's really it's a mess in Carolina right now, man. Besides besides the defense, they really don't have much going on for them. It, it they they look like that team that's just ready for the fall. It is it's going to be a weird year, man. But that's how it always is in the NFL. There's always three teams that, you know, make the playoffs. They don't make it the next year. There's so much turnover. But, you know, it's that quote-unquote parity that they want out there. And uh, I guess folks going to get it one way or the other. Now, just to wrap it up, do you think any of these young quarterbacks might end up switching teams pretty soon? Uh, the way the league is structured, it's not really made for you to switch teams that often, especially if you're a quarterback. Cam Cam is going to get his money in Carolina because, I mean, Ron Rivera is going to get fired long before Cam Newton is playing in another jersey. <laughs> you know, uh, you're looking at, you know, Russell Wilson, Andrew Luck. There ain't no way in the world those teams are letting those guys go anywhere. They're going to franchise them until they, you know, until they can't franchise them no more if that's the case. Uh, if you're looking for somebody to move, man, you know, look for St. Louis to try to make a move for a quarterback real soon because Sam Bradford just can't stay healthy. Like, what, now, like, what do you think? I know Matt Stafford got his big money, but uh, yeah, that, I'm about to say that, that contract is just hella long. But, you know, you kind of see, like, these situations where things don't just quite work out the same, just kind of like how Drew Brees was. I'm trying to find somebody that could be – you know, that second half of the career type guy, but you might be right, man. It just might be the new age in the NFL when you find a guy, he doesn't go anywhere when he plays quarterback. Yeah, man, I, I'm I'm looking around right now at the teams in the NFL, man, and I honestly just can't, I can't really look at a team and say this guy's definitely going to end up on another team anytime soon. I think somebody who might give up is, I think Buffalo may give up on EJ Manuel a lot sooner than what they should. Yeah. That's about it. I've been, that. I've been a lot of folks been saying that because they've been putting a lot of talent around that guy, and they're not getting the results that they want. No, I mean they, everything is going to shake itself out, man. This year when it comes to him, but that that may be the only young guy you say you know see switching teams anytime soon, man. I'm, look, I, I really don't see anybody else that I could see switching teams. Not even on, uh, not even RG, uh, RG three, man. I mean, 
there's a lot of talk about him going somewhere else as well, but I don't see it happening. He ain't going nowhere, man. That's yeah. The, the Washington, D.C. area is so thirsty for football that, you know, they was calling RG3 baby Jesus, you know. Yeah. <laughs> they was going in up there. But, um, hey, man, we're we going to go ahead and wrap this one up. Now, uh, tell the folks where they can find you, Brian. Man, I'm always on Twitter, at BrianTNR. That's B-R-Y-A-N-T-N-R. Uh, you can catch me every day, Monday through Friday, here locally in New Orleans doing the Sports Hangover Sports Show. Uh, we're at WMTI, 106.1 The Ticket. You can find us on iHeartRadio. So, uh, or you can go to www.1061neworleans.com and you can listen to us via that uh, via live stream, man. We're all over the place. Sports Hangover Facebook page, we're all over, man. We're trying to do it real big for the city, man. And just give them a different brand of sports talk that's not, not just all talk, but it's also entertainment. Right, that, that real good infotainment. That's what we're trying to do over here with the rundown. Yes, sir. I'm about to say, maybe if I get a budget and a producer and a couple other things, you know, I could be in iHeartRadio and all them good things, too. But uh, Man, keep grinding, brother. That's it, man. It's one day at a time. But uh, appreciate you coming on, man, showing love. Y'all can come find me at The Rundown Sports. Or me personally at CL the main event on Twitter. May y'all hold it down. Y'all be safe out there. We out here. Peace. My dude.